You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome to Save a Pooch on Pet Life Radio. I am your host, Beverly Isla. Thanks for tuning in. So this show is dedicated to two new efforts to help rescue shelters and rescue dogs. Our first guest is Anthony DiPaolo, president and founder of Modern Puppies, and Judy Kogan, author of Puppy Conversations. Now, their recent launches particularly have a focus in helping rescue shelters with the funding plus more. So it's great to see that Judy and Anthony pay it forward to our fellow canines in a need. When we get back from these messages, we'll talk with our first guest, Anthony DePaulo, about his new rescue program. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. It's designerpetsweaters.com. Hand-knitted designer sweaters for your precious pup or cool cat. Beautiful couture patterns for your pets, including custom-knitted formal wear, casual wear, yachting, and even sports-themed. Many designer pet sweaters include feathered tammy hats, top hats, and a lot of sparkle. Each sweater includes leg loops, front paw sleeves, and leash opening. Visit designerpetsweaters.com to order your four-legged fashions today. Your pets will stay warm for the winter and be runway ready. Large or small, we fit them all. Designerpetsweaters.com Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com Welcome back to Save a Pooch. We are talking with Anthony DiPaolo, president of Modern Puppies, whose prime goal is to help decrease puppy potty training time with the puppy training puppy apartment. That was such a tongue twister. That is awesome. Potty training puppy apartment. Thanks for coming on today, Anthony. Nice to be with you, Beverly. (laughs) So before we get into how modern puppies help rescue organization, what is the, um, I'm just going to short form it, PTPA? What is that? Yeah, it is a tongue twister, and I appreciate (laughs) you trying that. And and please bear with me with my my long-winded answer. I want to give your listeners a clear picture and allow them to try to visualize what I invented and, and what we offer. But the PTPA stands for the Potty Training Puppy Apartment. It's an indoor potty training device and system that we invented in 2008, and it has revolutionized how dogs are now potty trained. It's It's a one-bedroom, one-bathroom wired dog crate, and it's it's currently the number one selling indoor dog potty in the world. The way it works is that when you're not able to supervise your dog, uh, your dog will have a comfortable bedroom section to lay in, and when your dog has its natural urge to potty, they'll cross through the opening of our room divider, which is similar to like a doggy door, and then they'll be able to go potty onto a very thick, an absorbent potty pad, which is located in the bathroom section of our puppy apartment. And our potty pads are disposable, and they're thrown away immediately after your dog goes potty. And basically what happens is your dog becomes conditioned to learn that the bathroom section of the puppy apartment is where they go potty. And after a few days or a few weeks of this training, your dog no longer has to sleep 
in the bedroom section, you can use the puppy apartment exclusively as an indoor dog potty. And the puppy apartment has three removable doors, and most owners will remove some or all of the doors once their dog is fully potty trained with the puppy apartment. So now your dog will have three easy access points to enter the puppy apartment to go potty. Mm-hmm. And please keep in mind that 80% of puppy apartment users also have their dog potty outside once their their dog receives all their vaccinations. And veterinarians strongly suggest keeping a new puppy indoors until they receive all their vaccinations. And the puppy apartment eventually becomes an alternative indoor dog potty when the owner is not home or during extreme weather issues. And the puppy apartment also works great for male dogs that hike their legs when they urinate. Uh, the oh, they won't do it in use, there? Yeah, they, the male dogs do it in there too. And oh. the owner simply uses our oversized potty pads that run up the side of the apartment or they'll clip extra potty pads to the side walls. And it's a, it's a male dog's instinct to always aim for a wall or a tree or a fire hydrant. So your male dog will naturally urinate on the potty pads that are on the side walls of their puppy apartment bathroom. And we've, I mean, just to summarize my answer, we've basically invented a whole new category of potty training a puppy or dog. And a lot of people compare us to the for humans or the of litter boxes for cats. And as you know, hundreds of years ago, humans only had one option that was outside. And I think we're all thankful now to have an indoor toilet that's, you know, safe and warm and in a comfortable environment. And the puppy apartment is the indoor toilet for dogs that has mm-hmm. over 80,000 current users. And the number of users are increasing every day. And we also have a great video that clearly demonstrates the puppy apartment on the homepage of our website, which is located at uh, modernpuppies.com. Answer for you. That's, that's, not long. that's the PTPA. <laughs> PTPA. Maybe you can go over a little bit of, about the advantages over regular potty training. I mean, by the sounds of it, people in Canada should have it, so we don't have to go outside. <laughs> First off, the most common potty training techniques besides the puppy apartment have been crate training, paper training, artificial grass training, and potty pad training. Now, all of these techniques have major flaws, and also most of them are very inconvenient to the dog owner. And I'll cover each one just briefly, but the most popular potty training technique for dogs has been a technique called crate training, which is a very old-fashioned and outdated technique. In fact, many dog trainers and veterinarians consider crate training to be a very inhumane way to potty train a dog. Crate training confines a dog to a small dog cage and basically forces a dog to have to painfully hold it in for an excessive amount of time until the owner gets home from work or wakes up in the morning. We all know that if a dog could speak, it would beg its owner to let them potty when they have the same urge to potty as we do. And if you can imagine you or I having to hold it in every day for hours longer than we have the urge to go, it would be very painful on us. And Dogs are such friendly animals that I think crate training people innocently don't realize how much pain their dog is when they're holding it in. Now, Mm -hmm. paper training is also a very old-fashioned technique in which the owner scatters like 10 to 20 pages of newspaper on the floor and hopes the dog potties on one of them. It's a very messy technique, and the newspapers never fully absorb the urine. In addition, it's a major eyesore, you know, for your home that does not work for male dogs that hike their leg. 
and the next is artificial grass training, which has been fairly popular the last 10 years. However, if you read the reviews on it, it's been a disaster for most dog owners. One of the main reasons that it is, is that it's virtually impossible to clean the urine and poop smell from the artificial grass, and most owners end up throwing away the entire thing right, after yeah. a few days of it, you know, stinking up their home. And in addition, it also does not work for male dogs that hike their legs. And last is the is potty pad training. Now, potty pad training has been pretty popular the last 10 years. We actually like some aspects of potty pad training. However, it can be very confusing to some dogs because the potty pad is not secure, and sometimes it's located in a different location in your home. Some other flaws to potty pad training is that it's very common for the dog to miss the center of the pad and end up urinating on the corner of the pad, and half the urine ends up spilling onto your floor. And it's also very difficult to train a dog to go on a loose potty pad that may be in some random spot in your home. Potty pads work much better uh, with the puppy apartment because your dog becomes conditioned to recognize the puppy apartment as a designated spot to go potty. Plus, the walls around the puppy apartment force your dog to always urinate in the center of the pad, and also the pad never slides around because the four walls of the puppy apartment hold it securely in place. And now, to kind of answer your original question, I've and, you know, now that we've covered some of the more popular forms of potty training, let me first off tell you that with the puppy apartment, your dog will never have to painfully hold it in again, which makes the puppy apartment, in our opinion, the most humane way to potty train a dog. Another advantage is that the puppy apartment will potty train your dog as fast as three days, while other methods usually take up to six months. Um, another advantage is that you'll no longer have to worry about accidents in your home and you'll not have to constantly be a 24-hour bathroom monitor for your dog. Another advantage is that you'll no longer have to lose sleep by waking up extra early in the morning to let your dog outside to potty. Another advantage is you don't have to worry about letting your dog outside to potty during extreme weather conditions like you know mm-hmm. snowstorms or rainstorms and Another advantage is you no longer have to rush home from work to let your dog outside to potty. And we have another five to ten advantages listed under our FAQ section at our modernpuppies.com website. But sorry again for the the long-winded answer, but trying to give your (laughs) listeners a good idea. But that's my answer to your question. Thank you. Let's kind of go more towards how, or I guess you have, we have a rescue program geared for rescue mm-hmm. organizations. So why did you decide to kind of cross over there and how can it help okay. them? I mean, it's obvious, but I'm, again, your answers are comprehensive. So <laughs> Sure. Well, before I answer that question, it's important to understand that we originally invented the puppy apartment for puppies. However, we quickly learned that older dogs and rescue dogs were easily adapting to the puppy apartment. Now, I have a really short, heartwarming story about rescue dogs and animal shelters in regards to the puppy apartment. The first six months of our business, I spent a lot of time answering phones from customers and prospective customers. And after the first month, I started to regularly get phone calls from the customers only calling in to say thank you for saving their dog. And they would tell me that they were planning on getting rid of their dog to their local animal shelter because of potty training issues and that the puppy apartment solved their potty problems. We also Hmm. started getting phone calls and and emails from people saying they've been wanting to adopt a rescue dog but were afraid to because of potential potty training Uh problems. But after they heard about the puppy apartment, they felt 
comfortable finally adopting a rescue dog. Now, from our 80,000 customers, we estimate about 10 to 20,000 of them adopted a rescue dog or kept their current dog that they were planning on surrendering to a rescue organization. So we've been organically saving dogs since our business first started. So it was this organic process... It was this organic process that inspired us to recently launch our new rescue program that allows rescue organizations in animal shelters to partner with us to continue saving dogs and increasing adoption rates. Now, rescue organizations and animal shelters that partner with us will be receiving potty training support and financial donations from us for simply Mm -hmm. referring people to us that need potty training help with their dog. Our rescue program basically helps rescue organizations in two major ways. One, it helps to increase their adoption rates because we've solved the major problem with rescue organizations, which is potty training. Two, it helps rescue organizations raise more money by allowing us to donate money to their organization from the referrals they send to us for potty training. So that's a little summary of our rescue program. That sounds perfect is pretty much the word I want to say because at least it helps the surrendering issue which it's definitely one of the main reasons for surrendering because they can't really potty train them. So that's awesome, Anthony. Have you gotten yeah, any no, feedback we, yet? Well, we've been, like I said, organically getting positive feedback over uh-huh. the last five years from shelters. However, we just officially launched our new rescue program, which is a more structured program that will allow us to better track how many dogs we're saving and how that's true, much yeah. money we're donating to shelters. Now, our goal is to save as many dogs as we can from being euthanized at shelters with our new rescue program. And with the help from you and your listeners, we feel we can make a huge impact on saving dogs. Our long-term goal is to save one million dogs from animal shelters and rescue organizations. So we're very excited about our new rescue program and would like to encourage as many shelters and rescue organizations to reach out to us to begin a partnership with us and we have a special rescue program link on the homepage of our modernpuppies.com website that okay, will allow a shelter to begin the process of setting up a new partnership with us. So we suggest to have as many of your listeners contact their local animal shelters and rescue organizations and ask them to check out our website uh, for more details. Perfect. Thank you so much, Anthony, for talking with me. We are out of time, but if you'd like to know more about Modern Puppies, you can visit modernpuppies.com. We'll take a quick break before we talk with our second guest, Judy Kogan. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Sheba is a 105 lean pounds of happy dog for life because she gets fed Dynavite and Licko Chops. Order a 90-day supply of Dynavite for your dog this week. We'll send you a bottle of Licko Chops free. New, improved Licko Chops with omega-6, omega-3, vitamin E. And now six extra direct-fed microbials. Even better for the digestive tract and immune system. Try Licko Chops. Free this week at Dynavite.com. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Hi, I'm Dana Humphrey, the founder of Whitegate PR. We have been specializing in PR and marketing in the pet industry for over 10 years. If you have a pet product or service you would like to promote, give us a call. We can help create awareness for your brand on TV, radio, magazines, newspapers, and blogs. Feel free to reach me directly at 619-414-9307 or learn more on our website at whitegatepr.com or follow us on Facebook. 
Let's Talk Pets. Let's Talk Pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. <laughs> Welcome back to Save a Pooch. We have author Judy Kogan joining us today. Hi, Judy. Thanks for coming Hello, on. Hello. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. So your Excellent. new book, Puppy Conversations, is being sponsored by Pet Once, which is Correct. an all-natural pet food franchise. And yay, 15% of the book sale proceeds will be going to local rescue shelters. So tell us, what is Puppy Conversations about? Who is this puppy? The puppy is, well, you know, he's an 11-year-old puppy, but he will always be a puppy in my heart. He is a beagle dachshund rescue mix of love whose job is mostly to shed around our house. And he, he's been with us for 11 years, and we just adore him. And, you know, most people talk to their animals. And so do I. And so these, this is a collection of conversations that he and I have had over the years. Are you a animal communicator by any chance? I, yeah, only with him, okay. you know. And uh, <laughs> no, I would love to. I think it's fascinating how people actually do that. But no, it, it's simply you know what, when you, I think most people you know talk to their animals, and this is certainly no exception. <laughs> and so, why did you decide to put it on paper? Well, you know, that's a great question. Several years ago, when my son was a senior in high school, there was an article in our local newspaper about a man who wrote an email to his kids every day at like four in the morning, you know, while they were in college. And it was just, Mm -hmm. it was a lovely article. And I showed it to my son and he said to me, will you do that for me? And I said, absolutely not. You know, first of all, nothing good happens at four o'clock in the morning, as far as I can tell. And uh, secondly, far more people need to know about my own particular point of view of the world. So I will do this in a blog. And I created the blog, DearKidLoveMom.com, which is still going on. And I write all sorts of things, and at some point, I just, you know, you know, it's things for him, and sometimes it's really more for me than for him. And, and I started writing <laughs> down these conversations that the dog and I were having, and what I found was that those were the ones that people loved the most, and people would say to me, uh... you know, I had that same conversation with my dog, I just didn't write it down. And uh, so after a while, working with Pet Once, I decided that we would create a book around that so that we could create a vehicle for for giving back to some of these rescue animals, you know, and rescue organizations that have helped so many of us have these wonderful, wonderful animals. Gotcha. So you can correct me if I'm wrong, but the proceeds of the book are going to help rescue animals. Maybe you can tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, absolutely. 15% of the proceeds go to help rescue animals. You know, one of the ones that's most near and dear to my heart is uh, the Cincinnati SPCA because that's where the puppy came from. Uh, But there are so many good organizations out there that do incredible, incredible work and are underfunded. And, uh, you know, we all know that. And so this is just a little way to be able to start to give back. Amazing. That's awesome that it just came from an idea. So what is your um, favorite puppy conversation? Oh, my gosh. You know, that's a really hard question. There's There's probably a lot. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) exactly. exactly. Can I read you a really short one that I love? Yep. (laughs) Sure. Okay. So these are all puppy conversations. They happen between me and the puppy. And uh, this actually happened one morning uh, when I was walking him early in the morning. And he said to me, I have very special poop. And I said, (laughs) 
you do? And he said, yes, I know, because you pick it up and put it in the special poop container. You mean the garbage can? And then the big truck comes and takes it to the poop museum. I have very special poop. Oh, puppy, everything about you is special. Does your poop go to the poop museum? So that's just one of them, you know, in one of the conversations, you know, his perspective on life. A lot of them have to do with food because very food-motivated dog and oh, him I trying know. to convince me, you know, that, that whatever is, is going on should include more food and treats for him. That is funny. You know, this book may just want kids ha- ha- wanting to have uh, their own dog, right? <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Um, I can think of a lot worse things. That's true. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so, so do you talk to animals? I was practicing at one point, but then it required a lot of, uh, especially to be in a meditative state, and I have a hard time with that, I have to admit. So, yeah. But the woman that was teaching me, she's awesome at it. It's just oh, like... You know, I find that fascinating. Yeah. Because I know yeah. that these are just my own interpretation of, you know, what my guy's thinking as opposed to truly being able to communicate. So anybody listening who thinks I can truly, truly under <laughs> that, no, can't happen. <laughs> you'd be surprised. Sometimes you'd think it was just a regular thought, but it was actually like language through telepathy. So it, it's an interesting you know, line. You know, and they're so clear. You know, they are just so clear when they look at you. And you know perfectly well, you know, what they're trying to say, you know, or when it's it's time to take him for a walk and, and he just wants to sleep and he's perfectly clear that, you know, I mean, you, you, you've experienced yeah. this, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, you know, these are just really fun conversations that, that you know, I've been able to put down and uh, have available. Perfect. Well, this is already launched, am I correct? Yes, it's published. It's out there. Can I read you one more before I tell you? Of course. Do we, have, do we have time? All right, so here's one. And we the puppy says, okay, dinner smells good. And I say, well, thank you. Can I have some? You had your dinner. You share with other people sometimes. You say, I'm a people always. So shouldn't you share with me? Nice try, but no. I think some people shouldn't be more equal than others. And there's him looking at me like, I really need to have some of your food too. Since you are part of the team with Pet Wants, right? Yes. And it's an all-natural pet food, and I am biased all-natural pet food. But since you're in there, can you kind of maybe educate me on what you noticed, how, I guess, it affects dogs' health? Absolutely. I would would be delighted to. You know, Pet Wants food is all-natural, no soy, no wheat, no corn, no byproducts, no artificial preservatives. And the best thing about it is that it's made monthly so that, you know, it is fresh, 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 so much food that goes to the pet store or the grocery stores, you know, sits so long in the distribution channel that before it even gets to the store, it's six, eight, nine, ten months old, something like that, and then it sits there for a while or sits out in a, in a truck behind the store busy losing nutrition. And that's even the best of all foods out there. So ours is sold by the pound so that you don't need to uh, have more in your house than, than you need for a short amount of time. It's delivered, uh, and as I said, it's all natural and highly nutritious. And, you know, everybody has their own stories about Pet Wants Food, and, and there's wonderful, wonderful stories. You know, I hear all the time oh. about pets who, now that they're getting this really dense, high-nutrition food, that you know, hair's growing back where they've never had hair before, or their skin, they stop itching, you know, all kinds of wonderful stories. 
And lots of people tell us that, you know, you mix the food in to begin with with their old food and they'll just pick out and only eat the pepper. Right. So when I started to transition my little guy, and, you know, he's, he's all of 20 pounds, and as I said, he's very food motivated, so he'll eat pretty much anything. You know, he is not picky. He does not have a discriminating palate, as we say, you know. And uh, so when I started to transition him, he just happily ate it, and I thought, you know, I really need to understand what he thinks about this. So one day after I'd given him dinner, I sat him down, and I put a tiny little pile of the old food, and I knew enough at that point to know that there was nothing really bad in the old food. You know, I knew it wasn't as fresh as Pet Wants, but I knew there was, you know, nothing harmful in there. And I put down a small pile of Pet Wants food, and I sat him down, and I had him look straight at me so that, you know, his nose could figure out where everything was. And and, uh, after a minute, I said, okay. And he went right to the Pet Wants food, and he just, you know, vacuumed it down. And that's really what I'd expected from him because that's who he is. But then what I thought was Mm going to happen was I thought he was going to turn and eat the old food. And he turned and he looked at it and he looked at me and I said, well, it's okay. And he said, wait, what? You want me to eat that? I said, yeah, it's perfectly fine. You, you, You can have that. He said, well, I don't want that stuff. I want more of this stuff. And I said to him, well, at the moment, what we have is that stuff. And he said, but that's not this stuff. I want this stuff. And I said to him, no, really, it's okay. And I swear to you, this puppy rolled his eyes. It would make a teenager proud. And he gave the biggest sigh, you know. I mean, it was such a clear, (laughs) oh, really, Mom, you know. And he took a step over there and then looked back at me with these eyes. And I said, no, it's okay. And he was clearly saying, I'm doing this to make you happy, but let's don't pretend that this is my first choice. And, you know, he, he acts like a puppy on this food. He's, he's energetic. He's healthy. He, he's, he's just wonderful on it. And, and I just couldn't be more pleased. That's awesome. Thank you to our guest and our show producer, Mark Winter, for making this show possible. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas for the show, please email me at Beverly at PetLifeRadio.com. So until next time, spread animal compassion. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.